0: This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's the Morning Majlis.
1: It's the Morning Majlis.
0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Morning Majlis. And we are talking all things coffee because last Thursday, we celebrated International Coffee Day. And I've been talking to people and learning more and more about the world of coffee because it's a world that I'm not as familiar with as I should be, strangely enough. So I'm here with Abdul Karim and Rania, (laughs) and I'd like to hear your input on this. Uh, Rania, so do you consume a lot of coffee? I do, I do. I'm a caffeine head, sadly. Um, I actually like Turkish coffee. That's my favorite coffee. Uh, I normally have it without sugar. I don't know about you guys, but that's just my Middle Eastern side kicking in. What about mm. you, Abdel Karim?
1: I never heard of this term, coffee head or caffeine head. This is the first time I'm hearing <laughs> it. It's very interesting. Well, I, I do consume a lot of coffee and uh, luckily here in Pulse95, we've got uh, Tamim al who gets us uh, some nice uh, cappuccinos in the morning uh, as we broadcast on the airwaves. Um, but one term, uh, I, I do enjoy my coffee. I think without coffee, especially during Ramadan, I do struggle. Um, so so it's very important to be celebrating and recognize the world of coffee. Um, uh, but one term that a lot of people have got it's become the new in thing over the last few weeks specialty coffee when i drive past hmm. a specialty coffee place I, I i have to admit they all taste the same and i, I know, of course the, the coffee connoisseurs will be i thinking, agree
0: i agree i know it's all so of overrated
1: them, i think all of them will now be uh Switch, uh, bringing the volume down of Pulse ninety five (laughs) radio after hearing this. uh, Let me tell you, um, there's so many codes now. V twelve or something. V or something. V twelve. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So all these copies. What is that? It's just, it's in the interview. (laughs) It's in the interview. Ah, okay. Okay. I'm intrigued. So Ahmed's got a very important uh, conversation lined up with someone who is known as the father of specialty coffee here in the country or in this uh, part of the world. Um, So we've got a a big uh, interview lined up today, don't we? Yeah, indeed.
0: Uh, and uh, ahead of International Coffee Day, I spoke to Ibrahim Al-Maluhi, founder of Espresso Lab, and uh, he is a coffee aficionado. He's been in the business uh, pretty much his whole life, and he's extremely passionate about coffee. And I find it interesting you brought up the fact that over here, a lot of specialty coffee coffees in many places tend to taste the same and that's something that he ranted about quite a bit he said in the united arab emirates there is um for a large part a lot of people just don't know how to make specialty coffee and they throw in all these syrups which dilute the taste and take away from it all Uh, and he also spoke about how to elevate people's tastes and what specialty coffee should be all about. So without further ado, I'm going to stop rambling here. This is my interview with Ibrahim Melluhi, talking about what specialty coffee is, what a good coffee is all about, and how this industry has been growing in the UAE. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's the Morning Majolist.
1: It's the Morning Majolist
0: we've got international coffee day ahead of us and uh here to talk to us about coffee in general specialty coffee coffee trends amid this time as well is uh, ibrahim al the founder of espresso lab and emirati barista a coffee aficionado good morning welcome to the program
2: good morning and thank you so much for the introduction
0: i have so many questions to ask you you're heavily into specialty coffee before we get into the nitty-gritty of it all, could you talk to us about what International Coffee Day means to you?
2: So, uh, International Coffee Day is like uh, it's the day for all the barista around the whole world where they celebrate uh, the day of the coffee and uh, it's, it's a, dear, a dear event to our heart.
0: In the UAE in particular, because we've seen a rise of, of coffee shops, independently owned coffee shops as well, can you talk to us about the coffee market so to speak in the united arab emirates and what we've been seeing over the past few years
2: so alhamdulillah if you notice the espresso lab was open in may 2015 and if you go back uh, five years ago from that day till now mashallah like there is tremendous uh, trend in the market of opening like a lot of independent specialty coffee houses and we have seen the uh, huge increase of opening like uh, Roastery also, which is this something very important to the market, especially like Nui, Uh which uh, a market that allows the people, entrepreneurs, to start their own businesses and uh, do their own thing by themselves. Uh, they are not depending anymore on the uh, commercial or the, the big brands from outside the country. This is all independent, especially coffee houses in the country. Which is something really good, and I'm very proud of, for all the companies on you.
0: Specialty coffee, because that's a whole other world. How would you describe specialty coffee to someone who's not familiar with that term?
2: To simplify it, specialty coffee coffee in, 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 in uh, process from the farm till it come to us, and the grading for the coffee should be from eighty and above. This is like in a very very simple way. We can go more complicated than it but it's, uh, this is the easy way of explaining it. It's like the whole process, the supply chain from the farm, the you and the roastery, hmm. and it should should get the grading of 80 and above.
0: And there's an organization that does this grading.
2: Yeah, there is the Specialty Coffee Association, and there is the Q grading also. Uh, which, Alhamdulillah, the the lab We have Kabul uh, uh, staff a Q grader, which uh, allow us to grade the coffee.
0: In terms of uh, the coffee itself, because we, we've we've spoken about this off the air, and you told me that oftentimes specialty coffee shops opening up in the UAE for the first time, they don't have a good idea as to what specialty coffee is. Can you elaborate on that?
2: So, okay. When we say specialty coffee, me, let's say, as a consumer, when I go to the place, I'm expecting to drink single-origin espresso from different country, uh, drinking uh, filter coffee, brewed coffee, uh, whether it's V60 or other method, or drinking cold drip. Like all single-origin, and it has all of these amazing flavors and acidity. So this is like what I'm expecting from specialty coffee house. But what's the challenge that we are facing now, and I think it will resolve very soon, when you go to all of these places, which they claim they are specialty coffee houses, they're serving all of these, uh, I would call it, uh, they put all of these syrup with the drink. So they get your coffee and they <laughs> mix all of these syrup, like mango... Vanilla. milk, Vanilla. Yeah. And they're claiming they sell specialty coffee. No, this is not specialty coffee houses.
0: It's not. And, and, yeah. and, but the thing about it is that you're probably involved in also refining people's tastes and getting them to uh, acquire a taste for specialty coffee. And I feel that must be pretty challenging as well. Because the way I see it, a lot of people like what you consider bad coffee, say coffee from fast food restaurants. So yeah. can you talk to us about that aspect of educating people about what coffee should be, according to you?
2: So this is a very good question. So, educating the customer, this is what we aim to and this is our passion. So, we start with our social media, let's say, accounts. We write always about the specialty Coffee to educate the customer. Yeah. So, this is number one. Number two, once the customer arrives to our place, we give him all this menu. Let's say, you want espresso? We have espresso from Ethiopia or espresso from Colombia. Or from Brazil. Each one of them, it has its own characteristic. Uh, or sometimes, pressure from Rwanda. Let's say he said, "I want to drink espresso from Rwanda." Tell him, okay, this is espresso from Rwanda. It will be a froller aromatic, stone fruit, blackberry, juicy mouthfeel. So when he drink it, he said, "Oh wow, this is something <laughs> new. I never tried this before." Or when we give it to a filter coffee. Uh, even from different origin, let's say from Panama or anything, he'll be able to get another tasting note. Or for example, you we'll give him a filter from Ethiopia. but this strawberry, raspberry candy, milk chocolate, coffee. So this is what the thing that attracts their attention and they want to see it and they want to try it to be able to identify all these uh, notes, which Alhamdulillah, Always, most of the time, they manage to get all of these notes. Or sometimes they want to drink something with milk paste from Brazil. We tell them, okay, from Brazil, it'll be fruller, uh, roasted almond, dark chocolate, citrus fruit with a milk paste drink. When he tried, he said, wow, I can't get this. So it's always depends on the experience and educating the customer.
0: Stay tuned to Pulse95. This conversation will resume shortly.